What's up, Edgelound peeps? We are here again for another day, another interview. Um, this one I think you'll find quite interesting. It looks at a different view. It looks at the view from somebody outside of the classroom, per se. Um, Scott is a food services director, and he will go into detail about what it goes in, you know, to the nutrition and the food for our students. And also, the staff as well, things that are done well-being of the staff and the wellness of the staff. So enjoy. Welcome to the Edge Lounge Podcast. Today with us, we have Scott Rakowski. Um, Scott, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, it's good, great to be here today. I just want to say that as the Student Nutrition Director, um, actually for a district role, we have all the schools that I'm responsible for the Student Nutrition and the Wellness Committee also. So what we do is we manage through the federal uh, program that we get reimbursed for, which is the Healthy Hunger Kids Free Act of 2010. And we managed through that to make our school a better and nutritious area. Uh, we also want to make sure that we stay within our financial guidelines to get things done without costing the district money. Definitely. And does the whole nutrition aspect of it, um, I'm kind of going off script here, is that what stemmed down from the Michelle Obama, what she passed you know, while Barack was in office? Uh, yeah, actually, um, there it's changing, it's morphing as it is in the last couple of years. They're making it less restrictive. Uh, with that uh, legislation, the um, students are uh, required to follow that the um, nutrition guidelines, which is fat reduction, sodium reduction, calorie reduction. We have to have certain vegetables on, legumes, for instance. Um, black beans, those kinds of things, different colored vegetables, red, you know, red orange vegetables. So it's a very um, diverse than what we've ever seen before. And I mean, I'd say there's probably something to say for that with a lot of kids. Let's be honest, we live in a world where they probably don't get that kind of nutrition regularly. Would you say, you know, do the kids seem to enjoy those meals? I would say some of the meals they do. Uh, some of the items we had a conversation with a class one time about uh, succotash, and we talked about what corn and uh, lima beans were, and someone raised their hand and didn't know what lima beans was. So fresh fruit and vegetables are something oh, that wow. is lacking in our community, um, and we want to make sure to provide those areas. So we try to have fruit on. That's what one of the requirements. You have to have fruit or vegetable with your meal to make it count as a reimbursable meal for the federal government. It's kind of disappointing, succotash. I feel like I grew up on succotash. <laughs> I don't know if that's a Pennsylvania Dutch thing or, you know, just a local thing or nationwide, but it's definitely lima beans are great. Um, so what goes into your position? Okay, so all these menus, every item that is out there being sold as a has to be nutritionally analyzed. That has to be put into a computer program and has to pass. We have to have production sheets and we have to order the food. We do get commodities from the federal government. Um, sometimes we'll get some things that are really good. Sometimes we get some things that aren't so good. Um, but we try to utilize as, as possible to keep the costs down. Since we haven't raised the price of lunches for the past two years, and we want to make sure because our, our district has some people that are in need and we don't want to be able to charge more. Uh, it's an administrative role. I do have uh, a manager in each building that we 
manage uh, the production, we manage the staff that we have 45 staff currently right now, um, and we want to make sure that we stay within our financial goals and our benchmarks at that point. So, you know, back with the financial part and the food, does it change if your, you know, reduced lunch, free and reduced lunch increases? Does that change how you have to order things or, you know, what goes into your process? Well, really, the reimbursement for free and reduced um, are actually better than if someone pays. So if somebody paid, gets a paid meal, they pay um, the 260 or whatever the amount is, plus they give 30 cents for you following their guidelines. Um, but then they give a higher reimbursement if the person is free or reduced in their in their items. They still the the family still has to pay forty cents for lunch and thirty cents for breakfast. Awesome. So you know, part of this podcast we talk about student success. So how is your role important in relation to you know student success in the classroom and just throughout their day? Well, we're not we're not just about food. We're about community. We're about making sure the needs are met in the families. So we, we actually instituted a few things uh, since I've been here. The Summer Meals Program, which is something that's been very successful, which the, uh, the students and the families can you know, be there with the students. Um, and they don't even have to be students, actually. If they're children under 18, they can, they can get a meal. That helps out and, and bridge the gap of uh, economically divan- uh, disadvantaged children. And we also have bag lunches that kids can take home. Uh, we do feed uh, people on half days, sometimes the breakfasts and those kinds of things. So it's a real good uh, avenue for um, the sh- students to get their meals because let's face it, uh, I grew up in a, a home that I was hungry. Uh, I didn't eat all the time. And you're not focusing on your books if you're hungry. You're focusing on what your next meal is. And we want to take that away. That's awesome. I mean, that's something that we, I think, sometimes take for granted if you are someone that does get a regular hot meal at dinner. Not every kid's coming into the building having had breakfast and all those things. Um, we do see that um, when it's over a, a long weekend or over a holiday, the kids are right in line to get breakfast right away. So we do know that there's a need out there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you and I talked about this off air. What is your relationship with other school admin? Because you are considered a school administrator. That's correct, yes. Um, I actually have financial responsibility and... Um, management responsibility for the employees, but I do coordinate with other school dis, uh, school administrators, for instance, about safety and security. We have a safety and security person. We talk about this when we're receiving food to make sure not to prop the doors open. We have those conversations. Um, I talk with other uh, school administrators at the building level that have um, schedule changes to make sure that we can meet the needs of those schedules. We have to shift labor to make sure we bring those in. And, and also, we have building a relationship with some of the elementary schools that there's kind of an educational component that we're talking with the students, um, showing them what apples do when they're floating in water and pears and what kind That's of different cool. pears. So it's, it's, a, it's a great learning experience. Uh, and it, it's something that we, in, in talking with a business manager, making sure that finances and, and there's so many things that we do at, in a district level. How often do you get asked the question, why don't you add this to the lunch menu? Why can't we have that? Uh, I think I just got asked that about 15 minutes ago. Yeah. I understand that um, we have certain regulations that we have to abide by. We have calorie needs. We have sodium needs. And, you know, there was issues about condiments at one time is why don't we get more ketchup? Well, we don't get more ketchup because you have to calculate ketchup in all those um nutritional analysis. And everybody knows ketchup has a lot of sodium in it, so we're not meeting the needs. And of those federal regulations that I signed that we're following on a day-to-day basis. And I think that's important to note because I think back to myself, and I didn't graduate high school that long ago, 
but the lunches are much different than they were in the early 2000s than they are now. I remember getting nachos. They would just throw a you know plate full of nachos on. Is all of that now, everything seems like it's very portioned out compared to what it used to be. Yes, I'll have to say, I came from the healthcare industry. I worked in hospitals, and it's very similar to that. Uh, so many ounces uh, for vegetables, because you have to stay within those calorie ga- guidelines. So many ounces for meat, uh, so on and so forth. Even our turkey meal has to be calculated right. out. So it's very, you know, we're happy to have it on a week that we have lower, uh, lower calories so we can fit it in there, those kinds of things. Do you think it'll ever be possible to go back? I remember every so often in lunch, you know, we'd get like a fresh made meal right there. Well, we do that occasionally. Um, we've done meatloaf meals, which didn't go over very well. Um, but when I went to school, it's a lot different now. No. Meatloaf was on the menu. You either ate that or you got nothing. No. Um, and I usually ate that because I was hungry. But now we have, uh, ex- usually at the elementary level, we have three choices. At the secondary level, we have more choices, and at the high school, we actually have uh, nine to 12 different choices. That's a lot of choice. I don't remember getting that much choice in school that the kids have now. Um, what do you, would you say is the most rewarding thing about your position? I'm helping kids. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm out helping kids. Um, children have issues, and actually parents that have issues you know, that need help with the free and reduced meals. We, we talk, talk it through. I give them information and give them resources when there's other resources needed. So it's uh, working closely with the student services department that if there's a family in need that they can help them out and give them uh, more direction than I can for uh, social services. Very cool. Um, so you do, you, know, you do have to help you know, get into the community and work with people. That's huge. I think it's important in the school system. Um, what about what is the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge is the federal regulations. Yeah. Um, it's not even the cost factor. It's more of nutritional analysis. And I think um, the students, they're hungry when they leave here. And I want to make sure that we can give them more calories and be able to give those items instead of leaving here and the parents having to take them to McDonald's or Burger King or whatever's closest to fill that hunger. I'd, I'd like to be able to give more portions and be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, my last question is really, you know, what do you want people to know about this position? Because honestly, I don't think most people understand what goes into your role on a daily basis. You know, not only just at a high school, you have to deal, you know, you work with every single school in the district. Well, I think part of it is, is it's more run like a business than anything else is in the school district. We have to meet our financial expectations by not losing money because if we lose money, then the district has to kick in the money. And then if the district kicks in the money, there's less money for teachers and things like that. So my job is to make sure that we don't have to do that and buying equipment and those kinds of things. So I think um, the biggest challenge is the, is the um, menus and getting the nutritional analysis. And if we get that straightened out, things will flow a lot more. And I, and, and I recent um, legislation is moving more towards leniency of that. You know how the pendulum swings, it's really Absolutely. tough and you can't give them a P more than what they say, <laughs> but now they can change things and make it a little better for them. Awesome. Well, so I said that was my last question. I have one more, and it's kind of a personal question. Have you, you know, what are we doing, you know, schools trying to promote health for students, but what about teachers? Well, actually, part of the wellness um, committee that we have, we used to have those steps across the, across yeah, the yeah. world. We have those kinds of things. Um, we actually have a wellness fair that's going to be at, on Friday, so that was good timing for that. 
And we want to be able to work uh, with our healthcare provider, which is Highmark, that has a lot of services too. So that's through the wellness, which I am, you know, the coordinator for the wellness because that just goes with the job. Not that I'm a wellness person, right. but it goes with the job. So yeah, because it's something I feel like I could get better at working in education is looking at all the resources that we do offer to teachers and so forth. Um, there's a program I looked at called Teacher Fit. Um, I'll send it to you to check out. It's pretty cool. Um, something maybe we could throw out there to you as you know being in your position just you know I'd like to say see that because if the teachers and the administration get behind something then the students fall behind and, and then maybe the parents in the community yeah it's a great I just had a phone call with someone in the community it's like I wish I would have known about that wellness fair I could have been there and gave some information I said well next year we can do that so it's a building of a community yeah I'll send that information your way I follow them on Twitter and so forth and it looks like it gives daily you know activities for the adults in the building to be get, doing, you know, diets they can be following and so forth. So I'll send that to your direction. I do have one more comment that I want to bring up. We do have uh, partnerships with the, the area churches, uh, St. Matthew's and St. James um, in the West York area. We do a Bev's Blessing, which they actually pack backpacks full of snacks for the weekends for the elementary students to take home. So they have something to uh, do so it's not just about when we're at school it's about when we're not at school what we can do to help yeah and that's I mean I think that says a lot about what everyone in a school district whether it's an aide a teacher cafeteria worker all the way up to the superintendent what we do on a regular basis not within the school day but without as well um, I don't think enough gets said about that oh, I appreciate that yeah absolutely so thanks for joining us today Scott well thank you for having me um Maybe eventually in the future we can get like a weekly wellness minute with Scott. Well, that would be a, something to do. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Have a great day, everyone. Nowhere, now I'm here Though I can't seem to put a finger on where It looks like a home inside